Hello. Welcome to the Path to Silence, and I'm your host, Jocelyn. Today's episode is on the awareness and control of our emotions. I was just very blessed to have a fog cloud roll through my house and my town, so just wanted to acknowledge that and how lovely it was to watch it. And before we get into this today's episode, I wanted to ask something of you, my wonderful listener. I wanted to ask you to take a moment to think of all the love-filled moments you've had in your life. Think of someone who creates love within you, a moment that ignites it, just anything. Just think of that. Bring it to the front and center of your mind. And I want you to bring that with you on today's episode's journey. Please. (laughs) So, I was sitting with my coworker Jed the other day, and he's talking to me. He's much older than me, and he says to me, there will always be something that is going to be thrown at you throughout the days. There, there will always be something. And I wanted to kind of apply that to the lesson of today. And life is all blind corners. Sorry, I'm losing my voice a little bit. We do not know what will happen next. And in that sense, we have no control. (laughs) But what we do have control over is how we react. And I completely believe that if we can learn how to react peacefully and with no reaction it can really help to conserve so much energy and bring so much peace. And in that sense, I mean mostly with negative emotions. Letting anger control us or letting sadness dull us. Emotions are not a bad thing. They are so beautiful. It is such a beautiful experience to feel things. (laughs) And so, when I speak of controlling our feelings, I don't want you to become a robot in any sense. I just want you to know that you're not what you feel. And you are not your feelings. Within my practice of being aware of my behavioral patterns and things of the like, I've really strengthened strengthened the relationship that I have with myself. I'm able to be much more patient with my mistakes 
and just overall understanding of myself. <laughs> so I wanted to approach this segment with three examples of emotion-inducing instances um, just in my recent weeks. Um, they're, they're not huge examples, but they were times that I felt things. <laughs> so the other day I made this very large, um, very good smoothie. Um, it was pretty watery <laughs> and there was a lot of it. And as I was cleaning up, I just tried a little bit of it. Um, I was cleaning up all of my mess and I whacked it over. It fell over on the counter and it spilled all over the counter and then was dripping down over the cupboard onto the floor soaking into the tiles it had spilled all down the length of my leg into my shoes it was on my shorts it was everywhere and i had had a very long day <laughs> before i talk about that i want to tell you my other instance um I have a very long commute, as I've mentioned before in the past, and this road is two lanes the whole way, and it is very curvy, and it's also the main route for semi-trucks, logging trucks, unfortunately, and tourists alike, and one day... After work, I got stuck behind a very large, slow truck. This whole time, this whole drive, he decides not to turn out, which is courtesy, but he decided not to turn out. My legs hurt, I was tired. I had things to do when I got home. And the next and final instance um, was at work. I am a server and it can get really stressful um, running around the kitchen and the dining room trying not to forget things. I can't forget to give this person a check. This person needs coffee. I need to get their food. Um, and it was a very, very busy day. My first busy day, in fact. And... I was getting very overwhelmed. I had messed up something with the kitchen. I was afraid the cooks wouldn't like me or were annoyed with me. I had just served coffee to a couple and I had spilled coffee on my hand and it was very hot. <laughs> so now you have a picture of all of these scenarios in your head that in which I have not given you my reaction to. and But as you can imagine, they're just things that you are just like, dang it. 
And all of these things and happenings gave me the perfect opportunity to be upset or to combust, to stress. You know, with the smoothie, my sister came and checked in on me and I could have gotten angry and yelled at her when she asked me if I was okay. I could have slammed something down and and had a fit with the truck in front of me. I could have gotten super angry at the man driving the truck in front of me, practicing no empathy whatsoever towards him and just seeing pure red. Someone before me in front of the man with the truck, had passed him on a double lane, which is really dangerous. I could have done that, you know. And with my job, I could have allowed that stress to tap tap out. And learning how to be aware of my reactivity, I've had I've been able to turn all of these situations that I've mentioned into learning experiences. Now, trust me, I don't, I'm not always perfect at controlling my emotions. Um, For example, at work, at this, my first busy day, I I did combust. (laughs) I had to go down to the bathroom and I had to have a moment and it was hard. And it was a hard day, but I was able to learn. That day took a lot of energy out of me because I wasn't in control of how quickly I was going to get overwhelmed. But now I've created a system. I keep my current tickets and my old tickets in separate places and my aprons not as to not get confused i if i feel myself bubbling up and about to boil over i take a deep breath i pause and i remind myself the world is not moving as fast as me and with the smoothie it was horrible to clean up don't get me wrong (laughs) i had like this big soppy blue towel it was just it was was bad and I was very annoyed but instead of getting angry at the world and gravity and my own clumsiness I was motivated to clean the kitchen I didn't let this instant pull me down and let instead I let it pull me up and for that I'm grateful and for the instance of being stuck behind the truck, I, I, don't, I don't know why that these getting stuck behind somebody on my commute is one of the few things that really makes me angry, just really bad. And so it's been hard learning how to control this just violent impatience within me but one way that I've learned to turn it around 
is one practicing empathy towards the person in front of me I don't know if they've never driven this complicated road or if they've experienced an accident or something and they're afraid or anxious and that's okay and then I've also learned to just accept it as it is if I get stuck behind someone it's an opportunity to enjoy the scenery and enjoy the drive enjoy my music how wonderful it is to be in a working car from a wonderful job and with all these examples I guess all I want you to know is that we have the power to control how we react in situations all of these situations I could have turned it negative and I could have let it push me further I could have let it overwhelm me more I could have let those emotions control me and put me into a place where I don't speak with peace or love and that that's not something I want to represent I kind of wanted to individually talk about these certain emotions because while I experience these in these instances they can come through anything and I want you to remember that love that we mentioned at the beginning of the episode this just beautiful and holy love that you feel and can generate within you this type of love and joy is so strong it's aromatic you it's it's radiant you can you can see if someone else is feeling that love and while this is so beautiful it can also happen with other emotions one of the most apparent being anger it's okay to feel anger it happens it's unavoidable but it's also good to have control of it one of my favorite takes on anger was spoken by an Indian Buddhist monk from the 8th century um, his name was Shanti Deva and in summary he says that anger destroys and in this wonderful metaphor he says that Anger is like a hot coal in a field of dry grass. It will destroy anything that comes in its path and it will ignite quickly. And by destroying, it could be literal material objects or it could be relationships, you know, family, etc. And in another Buddhist take on anger from this wonderful book, I read an excerpt from Love and Rage by Lama Rod Owens he describes anger as a teaching point uncontrollable feelings are bound to happen they are part of this experience it's up to us to approach these situations with compassion towards ourselves and towards others 
because we're all experiencing the same thing. This insane life journey. <laughs> and he, he wrote that these emotions, we can be grateful for them because it's an opportunity to learn, to grow, and to be aware that we're able to be blessed by emotional episodes that we have the option to take control of. And speaking of control, I, I wanted to mention the, the last emotion that I, I find would be important to talk about. Um, sadness. I... I, I feel as though sadness deserves to be approached gently. Around a year ago, I became very close with sadness. We kind of became roommates <laughs> in my body, and there was not enough room for both of us. Um, in a journal entry, I wrote, Looking at the stars, Wondering when it'll be my chance to feel the sun's light, to feel the joy and unconditional love of Mother Earth. When will I wake up and feel the easy warmth of life? Months ago, I begged for a chance at peace. Sadness ate me whole, became me. And these bouts are, like any other emotion, unavoidable. And when we're kind of thrown into these dark pits, there's not always an escape right away. There's not always a ladder. <laughs> and so when it comes to this idea of control, it's a little different with sadness. And I'm still learning how to approach it. But something I have learned is that we can do what we can. Be aware that our feelings are not working against us. Sadness is neighbors with happiness. We can choose to take the hand of our sadness and let it know it's okay. It will pass. Just like that wonderful little metaphor that I learned a long time ago that that this these feelings are like storms. And they pass eventually. And what I've learned from that is that I can either retreat and run from the clouds that will eventually reach me, or I can get an umbrella, a raincoat, and know that it's going to pass. It's always important to be kind to yourself while practicing these awarenesses. Because everybody is going to feel things, and everybody is going to speak with those feelings, and that's okay. 
It's all about learning. And with learning and with all of these emotional instances, there's patience. Shantideva also was very adamant on explaining that the opposite to anger is patience. To be patient with yourself or others is to be aware, is to be mindful, present. Patience allows us to think through our natural impulsivity, you know? Anyways, I know, I know these two explanations were a little convoluted, but they're just things that I encounter on the daily and something I like to talk about because once you implement this patience and practice into your life, it becomes so apparent, apparent how often you're dealt those dang blind corners <laughs> they can bring anything and i am so grateful to feel emotions to feel joy to feel content to feel love to feel sadness to feel anger to feel fear all of these things uplift me protect me help support who i am practicing non-reactivity knowing that whatever comes out of that blind corner we're going to keep our calm i'm not going to keep my shield up but i am going to stay peaceful i hope that wasn't a lot <laughs> when you wake up tomorrow remember that your day is a blank canvas just remember that and also remember that you have the paint. So create something beautiful and full of peace. All of us are peaceful at base. And we have control. So act like it. <laughs> okay. I'll see you later. <laughs>